and welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train Jared Free coming to you live from Harlem, New York City. We're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you. That is how it goes. And thank you for telling a friend. Ooh, love it, love it, love it when you make it your Instagram story. That feels good. Make your Instagram story right now. Tag a bitch, tag a bitch, tag a bitch. Tell a friend. That's how it works. Listen, I don't got a commercial. You don't see me on TV. You don't see me on billboards. There's this whole thing going on right now, uh, the OK Boomer phenomena. And I do understand it. I think the people saying it, um, it sounds like they went and got an English degree and didn't realize that there's no English factory to work at. Uh, that's kind of my point of view on it. It feels like a little bit like a butt hurt about your not your dreams not coming true. Instead of going and working at it, you decided to tweet, okay, boomer, and get a thousand retweets. That's my overarching opinion on it but i will say i do see eye to eye with it because my dad always says to me you should get a billboard to promote the j train podcast and i kind of that's one of those okay boomer things that you're like i i get what you're saying it comes from a good place um i don't think me with an animatronic hand on a on a billboard waving saying, come on to my podcast palace is really going to help me. Um, but I, I listen, the only, I need you to be the billboard. You are the billboard. You are, you are the radio ad. You are the side of the bus. That's what you have to be for me. If you enjoy the show, if you love the show, if you've gotten something out of the show, you got to now become the billboard. It's time for you to get up there and say, hey, kids, come on down to Podcast Alley and join my friend Uncle J-Train where he spits advice out of his ass. That's how it goes. Tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears. We'll take them. Quick announcement before we get today's guest. Uh, I'm very excited about today's guest. It's going to be very, I think it's going to be a good episode. I, I have a good feeling. Shelby, our producer, is not here because we wanted to, you know, today's guest is, is what they call in the business a get. A good guest is a get. We, we figured out a way to make it work. So I think you guys are going to enjoy. Um, but a week from today, not a week from today, I'm, I'm way ahead of myself, but two weeks from today, that is November 29th and 30th, November 29th and 30th, Huntsville, Alabama, Huntsville, Alabama, I'll be doing stand-up in your town, come, that is the weekend after Thanksgiving, so if you're from there, you're probably going home to there, and you're probably going to be around your parents on Thanksgiving and then go, fuck these people, get me out of the house, let someone else do the thinking and talking for you, Papa JT, the wizard of ha, let me be the noise amongst the quiet of your family. Come on out, Huntsville, Alabama, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com. In addition to that, I'm going straight from Huntsville to the West Coast. We're doing live You Up podcasts, okay? If you're in any of these towns, I better see you. I want to I wanna put flesh to flesh. I want to shake your hand. I want to say what's up. I want to give you dating app makeovers. I want to give you a deal reveal. I want to do a red flag deal breaker. I want you to come to the show because, listen, it's holiday time. Get out of the house. L.A., Seattle, San Francisco, Portland, Vancouver, Phoenix, Houston, Dallas, and Austin. 
I'm literally going to be away from this Harlem nook that I live in from the 23rd of November until the 13th of December. And the only way to make me feel at home is by you guys coming out to the show. Bring in the group chat. Anyone in the group chat, anyone that you would talk shit to about someone else, anyone that you'd send a screenshot to, that's who I want at the show because they're fun people just like you. And listen, I understand. It's tough to bring someone to a podcast show because listen, you're, th- you're thinking, I listen to this is in my ears. I'm in your, you know, JT and I get each other. No one else gets our relationship. You know what? I've created a show that, may, that I worry more about the people you're bringing than I do about you. You're going to be fine. You're going to have fun. You're going to laugh. I worry about your friends, your family, your coworker, anyone you bring. I understand the pressure that's on you because they're going, who's this guy? What the fuck does he know? I get it. I get it. I'll be bringing it. So you better bring it too. Bring the crew. Very excited about today's guest. Uh, new to the J Train podcast. New to me, but I'm, I was reached out to by your, you have people. Which is that's the that's when you know you're you're on the you're 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 making it. You have people that reached out. I went and in, I went and looked at all your stuff. It's amazing. Uh, very great to have you, Autumn Calabrese. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to have you. Glad my people reached out. Your to you people reached out, and you are. It says as your bio, and I want to know how this happens because I am very interested. I I am inter- I am a. If you go through my Instagram, you'll see that I am a fitness, health and fitness hater, but I'm aware. Okay. <laughs> so, like, I understand, like, I, I'm, I'm jealous, envious, I, how it works into people's schedules. I, I call bullshit on a lot of stuff. Like, I see a lot of stuff that I'm like, all right, like, I, I deal with health stuff in my own life, weight issues my whole life. So, like, to me, it's very personal. And when I see people come into the fitness world and I'm like, I, I I don't know about this one. When they're like, yeah, listen, I get it. And I'm like, you've had absence birth. I, I don't think you get it. So, <laughs> but I, I, so, but I, I enjoy that world because it's, it's, it just has a lot for me to talk about and think. And I think about it all the time. So uh, what is your celebrity trainer? Yeah, I hate that title. You hate it, but it's on your Instagram. I know. I can't, I need to change it. It's, I Googled. I was like, celebrity trainer. It's because what they that's what they like. It's me not to, on your Instagram. I apologize. It's not. It, it should it, say fitness and you, nutrition expert. When I Google you, it says celebrity trainer. How do you get to that world? Like, how does someone go from trainer to celebrity? Like, do you, like were you a lot of hard work? I'm sure. Sh- I'm yeah. sure that takes <laughs> that's anything where you have a huge following and people trust you. Yeah. But like, was there a day that someone was like? holy shit, they're training that person. And then like, you know, like, uh, you know, Ryan Seacrest is like, come train me. Like, how? Do, no, you know, I wish wh- if you know Ryan, please send him my way. <laughs> um, no, and I have trained celebrities. I've worked with mm. a lot of celebrities. I, I trained Kendall Jenner before she signed her contract with Victoria's Secret. And I trained Tom Bergeron for years. I worked with Brooke. a Boston comedian. Yeah. Tom Bergeron. Yeah. yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> right up until you tell him to do something he doesn't want to do. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> then he's all jokes yeah. to avoid. Uh, I trained Brooke Burke for a while. I trained Rachel Zoe when she was pregnant with her first son for a little bit. So I have trained celebrities. Sure. But when they gave me, when Beachbody gave me the title, celebrity trainer it wasn't because i trained celebrities okay they refer to their trainers as the celebrity which is why oh, i hate the title this because is it's weird to, well, to no, call yourself a celebrity uh, yeah like, the, well, like, this i don't is, think j-lo walks around being like i'm sure. celebrity j-lo like I'm that's cel- weird <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, that is well it's interesting going back to the my whole spiel about the billboard 
That's a version of the billboard. Yes. They're like, this is a marketing thing yes. where, okay, we'll call you guys celebrities yes. because now you're getting trained by the best of the best and these these yeah. are higher end version of and people we were training on- you. TV for a while when, uh-huh. when infomercials were big up until about four years ago. Uh-huh. I did have the number one infomercial for 14 weeks straight. The okay. number, I was in the top 10 for over a year. So people recognized me from TV, but from sure. infomercial well, TV. So, you're, so the celebrity trainer is like, I'm being trained by the celebrity. Yes. This is interesting. So, yes. But that's got to like, you know, how do you get into that world? How do you get into the infomercial world? Like, oh my gosh. It was just honestly, it was a lot of hard work and a series of fortunate sure. events along the way. I was in LA. I was working as a trainer. I did start to build up a pretty solid client clientele in mm-hmm. the entertainment business. Not necessarily all celebrities, but just it just people was, that were working in the entertainment industry. Was there a certain type of workout? Now you 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 we have a few things. Uh 21 day fix ultimate portion fix 80 day obsession yes okay? those are some big ones that people would know that's what you those are your creations those are my creations. is there a thing that is uh consistent among those things like like what what would be your yes. thing you know the biggest thing i'm known for mm. is ultimate portion fix my portion control container system so a way of eating really I'm, I'm i'm very well known for my nutrition okay because it's not a deprivation it's not a diet it's it's just a healthy balanced way of it's eating. a lifestyle it's a lifestyle yeah. it's portion control it's balanced macronutrients it's significantly reducing highly processed foods but you're not giving up whole food groups unless you have a reason like uh-huh. a medical reason you're not you don't have to give up dessert you don't so, to give up so, alcohol so here's like like listen this is something i go through every day my biggest issue now this is now a personal i brought yes. you here to counsel uh, me yes let's this do isn't it. even on we're not even <laughs> recording right now but my biggest issue like and i'm sure a lot of people have this issue is like how do you get through like the nighttime eating thing how yeah. do you get yourself to stop having to have seven pretzels as opposed to three baskets of press yes you know how do you do you have methods for that do you have things that you like yeah. what, what would you say to the person because i'm like to me i'm the the, the regular joe and jim yeah and the regular joe and jim isn't preparing for the shoot that kendall's preparing right. for so you know and how most you, of the people obviously that i work with and that do yeah. my programs are not kendall preparing to walk, sure. walk the runway I, I mean they're the everyday moms and dads and people that are busy with kids and jobs that have 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 pounds to lose. I yeah. mean, I was just interviewing a girl yesterday that today was her one year anniversary from starting my programs and she's lost 110 pounds in exactly one year. Now, now someone who's lost 110 pounds, mm-hmm. like to me, you know, and I feel this way about myself, like I think of like that person is the same as someone who's off of uh, sober. Yes. Like like I think like because like I think we give respect to drugs and alcohol because you can get away from the like I You think don't we, have to have drugs and you don't have to have alcohol. It's exactly. Much you have to you have, have food, food every day. But yep. also that person, you know, who lost 110 pounds is off of whatever they were doing a yep. year ago, you know? So how does that how do you like, you know, that per- and now she has nowhere to go. No, she has everywhere to go because okay. it's not just about the weight loss. It's okay. really about her health. So for her, she has two little boys. Mm. So that the biggest thing I always tell people is you have to figure out what your why is. Sure. And it might sound cheesy, but you have to have a bigger reason than just I want to lose 10 pounds or I want to lose 20 pounds. Okay. Because on a day that's hard, I want to lose 10 pounds. 
gets thrown out the window because you're like, I don't, I'll do it I don't even care today. Yeah. yeah, like whatever. Right. But if you have a deeper reason, hers was one day she was playing on the floor with her two little boys. Yeah. They threw something up the stairs. They asked her to go get it. She walked three steps up the stairs and almost blacked out. Oy. Her fear was dying. Yeah. And not seeing her kids grow up. Uh huh. That was a very real sure. fear. But of- doesn't you know? To me, like I would think, like at some point, you get down fifty pounds, and you're like, okay, I'm not blacking out on the way to get you know the ball that floated away. And then you're like, man, my Instagram likes went up. Like, isn't that a motive? You know, like that also go, helps. Isn't there like a transition <laughs> yeah. of like, okay, I'm not dying anymore, but you know, now to get to the next 50, like I'm I'm saying like, this is all like kind of like a mind. Fuck. It's all a mind game. Like, yeah. let me be honest. Fitness and nutrition really is. It's a mental state. Sure. Like everybody thinks it's just, Oh, get up, do the workout. Oh, eat the right food. But if you're not in the right mental state, yeah. you're not going to do that. So when like, you ask about not eating all the pretzels sure. at night, you're not eating because you're hungry. Of course. So you have to look at what the emotional reason is that you're eating. It could be as simple as I'm bored. Yeah. You're sitting up, you're bored, you're watching TV, so you start snacking. So you have to put something else in place of that. Is it time for bed? Like, are you staying up till midnight and sure. one in the morning when really you should just take your ass to bed? Are you are you bored and you need to go out and like hang out with some friends, go see yeah. a movie or a play or something instead of sitting on the couch by yourself? Mm-hmm. Are you pissed off? You had a bad day with your boss, so maybe you need to go hit a punching bag see, instead of eating? See, to me, these are like, that's actual, like, I, I enjoy that. There's this whole new thing of like, that really bothers me, intuitive eating, <laughs> where I'm like, go fuck yourself. Like, that to me is someone who doesn't have the mental, like that doesn't sit there and eats pretzels all night long. They're like, I'm full. Right. I will walk away. I'm like, yeah, you're not a, a fucking addict. You you're know? not. Like, yes. Intuitive eating. It's not that it's not a real thing. It's just that it's not a real thing for somebody who's addicted to sugar or addicted sh- to salt. Yeah. Or an overeater already or uses food to deal with their emotions. You can't tell them to intuitively eat because intuitively they want a donut. Yeah. So yeah. Of course. Oh, great. Intuitively eat. I want the Oreos. That's what they're going for. Maybe somebody who's gotten to a level where their food is under control and they have control of food and Mm. food doesn't have control of them, they can intuitively eat. I can do that. I don't. I still stick with the way I eat. But I could say, I can recognize when I actually need fruit. Like, like I can very much tell when my body wants fruit. I crave something sweet and crunchy and, like, I need water. And I'm like, oh, like, I need an apple right now. Yeah, let's make it happen. Yeah, but but most people aren't going to recognize that. Yeah. So, so like, some people would... He have that same feeling of you as you and go Jolly Rancher. Exactly. You know, yeah, like, like sugar, something yeah. to suck on, wet my mouth. Yes, exactly. So there's a lot of mindset shifts that have to happen in order to get on that health train. So it, we're holiday season. This oh, is yeah. like the toughest time of year. Yes. What is, is, is there like, and I do believe, like I don't, I do believe in tricks. Like I do yeah. believe in saying I got a million okay, of them. Like so what would what's like a good trick for people during this time of year? Well, first of all, the biggest thing is it's not a trick. It's just to say like you can't just throw your hands in the air and say F it. Like mm. I've been talking about this for two weeks now. It drives me insane. Okay. Come October, I literally I mean I've I worked in gyms for years, now I've been with Beachbody for seven years, and I watch everybody do the same thing. October hits and people throw their hands in the air and they're like 
I'm done until it's the new year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I don't yeah. get it. I'm like, and they're literally, I have people messaging me like, why can't I just pig out? Like, maybe I just want to. And I'm like, well, you can. I, you can. But you can't I complain guess. about but it later. You, and yeah. that's what I said. You can't bitch about it. Yeah. Then don't complain to me about gaining weight. But sure. But you can plan. That's the biggest thing. So first of all, like the Halloween candy drives me crazy. Okay. Why do we have buckets of candy sitting in the house? Like, would you go to the store in July, mm-hmm. buy a massive bucket loaded up with mini candy yeah. bars, and sit there and eat it for the next three months? And have it laying out in the and house. Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely no, not. No, no, so no. why come October do we justify that, like, it's Halloween, so it's okay? Well, you can wear a sweatshirt. You don't have to wear a T-shirt. Yeah, you know, that, I guess because you're not easier. in your bathing yeah, yeah. suit. <laughs> and also, it kills me because no parents let their kids do it, right? They take the Halloween bucket, and they put it put up it, on a tap uh, shelf uh, where the kid can't see it. Where the, only you can get yeah, to it. Yeah. The kid goes to bed and what do they do? They get it off the top shelf and they start eating it. And I'm like, well, if you wouldn't let your kid do it, sure. why is it okay for you to do it? Of course. Throw it out. Just throw it away. My biggest thing is throw it away. And I know that makes people really mad because they think it's wasteful. But I No, think, I'm with you. I think it's wasteful to put poison in your body. Okay. But people <laughs> well, are Well, you've taken it to so, another extreme. You're, in my opinion. You now are. Yeah. In my you're opinion. You're the same it's, person. It's as, that bad. You it's can't that, say it's poison. But it is. <laughs> I, I hear you. I'm dying. Processed sugar. Like to me, I'm like with like leftovers at a, at a dinner. I'm like, okay. no, no, no. I don't need this. You don't take the leftovers home. I don't take the leftovers home. I go, I go, we've done the meal. Yeah. We did it. We this was special. You're right on the mark. At home, it's a lot less special when I'm naked in front of the fridge eating Chinese food, (laughs) you know, with it dripping down my chest. That's a lot less, you know, special. I tell people don't bring leftovers home. Yeah. Ever, like Thanksgiving. And why do we cook so much? Like, you know how many people yeah. are coming to your house. You know how much of a turkey you need. You know, well, I would say as someone who cooks, cooks for themselves, like I, and that's a hard thing to do too. Yeah, but I'm talking about a holiday meal. Uh, like, okay. Because when you're cooking during the week, you, you meal prep, right? If you're cooking like something healthy, great. Sure. Like I have no problem. I'll eat the same thing three days in a row. No problem. But like I'm I'm specifically talking about like holidays meals. Like people are like, oh, I have 10 people coming over, so I need a 20 pound turkey. Why? Yeah. Or like well, I need sweet well, potato there's a, casserole. There's another thing. And- well, because, you know, I do this thing on Instagram where people send me their charcuterie boards. Okay. And the game is some people don't know what the game is. And I, I, I have to like keep explaining it, which means the game isn't that great if I have to keep explaining it. But the idea is someone sent me their char- I tweeted, I could tell what type of parent you'll be by your charcuterie board. Okay. So then someone was like, what do you say about me? So then it turned into, here's what people are saying behind your back when they see your charcuterie board. Okay. So like it would be like a quote and it would yeah. be like, this is what people are saying not to. And I think that's everyone's fear at a dinner party is that like, what are the people that came here saying behind their back? Right. The one thing you don't want said about you is, this is all the fucking food. Right. You know, that's a fear. Yes. And then there's like this, uh, this stuff is disgusting. Yes. You know, like everything's, you know, it goes down the list from there, but I do wonder, cause people send me their charcuterie boards. And the one thing that I constantly make fun of is that people put grapes on the board. <laughs> and to me, like I, they're like, sweet and salty. Well, I don't want if I had the choice between that spot being a grape spot or extra meat, extra cheese or cracker, I'm choosing cheese, meat and cracker every time over the grape. And I think to me, have you ever wrapped 
provolone around a melon ball? Have you wrapped provolone Summer. around a a, provolone. a, a cracker <laughs> and then put it on a sandwich with mustard, cheese, and olive oil? You know what I mean? Like, I, I understand what you're I saying. I get it. I get it. My point is that I don't hate grapes. I don't hate the sweet and salty mix. Yes. I'm saying that when I go, people are putting the grapes on there yes. to say something about themselves at, rather than make everyone have a good time. I see. So like to me, like 20 pound turkey is, I, I, I understand, I empathize with the person who's like, I don't care if anyone eats this. I just, I can't have one person saying there wasn't enough food. Right. You know, I get it. And, I get it if it's a Martha Stewart mentality, I sure. suppose. But I also look at it as like, well, one that costs you more money. It's yeah. so much more expensive. Half the time, some of it still gets thrown out because it does end up being so much food that you can't eat it all before it goes bad. Yeah, so you yeah. have to hope that everybody's going to take some home. And then you're sitting there on the sink at the end of the night just trying to eat as much as possible because yeah, you don't like to go to waste. It feels so gross. Like, I so get full. you. What do you. Uh, okay, so I want to get into the show. Uh, everyone go follow Autumn at Autumn Calabrese. Um, she's. I mean. I like I lo- I could have this discussion all day all day long but I want to <laughs> get to the emails and I Kay. want uh, give a what is one holiday eating tip that'll make someone be a pound better than they would have at a, after the holiday. Like, and I'm going to read an ad before because we, we are sponsored people. Listen, people, we are sponsored. And this is a tough sponsor to get into after this discussion. Postmates, Postmates. Are you craving a partner? The kind who answers your beck and call. The one you can call to bring you sushi at 1130, red wine at midnight, and breakfast burritos at 8 a.m. You can stop swiping. Postmates is here. And they're saying, hey, girl. Postmates is your personal delivery Sherpa. They'll bring you groceries. Okay, that's okay. good. They'll bring you bottles of water. We like water and really anything, anytime you want. One time, Kylie Jenner ordered a single carrot, and they were happy to bring it. Man, to be that delivery person bringing the carrot, you got to be like, oh, my God, what's happened in my life? But I, I love Postmates, especially me. I'm on the road. If I'm going to be in Huntsville, Alabama, this is my other issue you get done at 11, you know, midnight, and you're like, I just got to go to bed or I have to feed this. And it's like, the, and I know that I'll wake up happier without the food. Right. But then in that night, I'm like fucking hungry and I'm, I'm jazzed up. I'm, it's, it feels like it's 7 p.m. as opposed to 1 a.m. Protein and veggies. Protein and veggies. Okay, so I could order from Postmates, protein and veggies. So listen, for a limited time, Postmates is giving my listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. That's free money, people. To start your free deliveries, download the app right now. Use code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN. That's JTRAIN for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Get anything you need, any anytime you need it. Download Postmates and save with code JTRAIN. Postmates, get what you want out of life. So... Get into Postmates. Use code JTRAIN here with Autumn Calabrese. Uh, is there one tip that you yeah. have for the holiday season? One plate. One plate. You get one plate. I love that. How, like I'm into that. You don't I'm have to go back for seconds and thirds. I'm into that because it's math. Yeah. It's unemotional. One plate. Yeah. As much as you want on the plate. I'll I'll let you say that for now. That well, wouldn't be my first choice. Sure. But, but we're gonna say if we're if we're just looking for one simple thing that people can do better than they did the year before. Yeah. One plate. One plate. I love that. Hashtag one plate. Hashtag uh, <laughs> fill it up. <laughs> so, <laughs> let's do the emails. You ready? I'm ready. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Autumn Calabrese at Autumn Calabrese. 
the 21-day fix real time. Yes. What is that? What does that do? What, what's the 21 day 21 day fix is actually a program I launched almost six years ago now. It's a, it's, it's a program. It's 30 minutes a day, seven days a week. There's a modifier in it. It's simple fitness, simple nutrition, fast results. That's our slogan so, for it. So you, the 30 minutes is the workout. Yes. And the, and then you the give nutrition is my color coded portion control container system. Okay. So you buy the containers, everything comes together in a package. So you, you basically, you get all the containers uh-huh. and then... You get a the, guide on how to follow and them, then how it to says, use them. Here's how you fill them up. Yes. I like that. Okay. Misconnection. Hey, J-Train. Love your podcast, albums, and each live show I've been to. Thank you. I'll cut to the chase. On Hinge, and an employee of a local dog park I frequent... Okay. We have to... I'll cut to the chase. On Hinge... So the dating app Hinge, Hinge. an employee of a local dog park I frequent liked me. So it's someone who works at the dog park she frequents liked her. I took a screenshot to show my friend. We always talk about how hot he is. And I accidentally deleted him. Oh, no. I totally meant to like him back and marry him after. But my fingers slipped. So my problem now is that I see him at previously mentioned dog park all the time. So she sees him at the dog park. I feel like he will never come talk to me now because he probably seems like I don't like him. However, I'm not sure of the best way to hit on him at work and not make it totally awkward. Is this beyond help? Thanks. What do we think? Oh, this is easy. Okay. She's at the dog park all the time. Yeah. He's at the dog park. Yeah. You walk up. He obviously liked you on Hinge. Sure. So like he let you, you know. know. You, you know. know. You're not guessing. So you He's walk down. up. Yeah. And you're like, hey, you know. Yeah. Saw that you like me on Hinge. Sure. Honestly meant to swipe or whatever it is that you... For sure. Total accident on the delete button. Would love to go out with you sometime if you're still interested. I'm with you. Let me also speak to her anxiety. Yes. When guys... Let me just tell you. In most cases, women are... She's thinking in a very female way. When a woman swipes right or likes and doesn't get the match right away, she thinks he's already seen me. He's already said no. Got it. When a guy swipes right or likes you and doesn't get a match right away, we think she hasn't seen me yet. I see. It's a very egotistical thing that works to her favor. Yes. Okay. In this instance. Yes. I'm not saying... I'm saying 99% of guys so think Hinge, this way. So on he wouldn't see that she act, that she hit the delete button. That's a, that's the beauty of these apps is okay. that there's some anonymity and there's some, Got it. you know, like you could live in the more positive world. She's living in a very like negative world where right. she's like, he saw, she, and I'm not saying, listen, she's not wrong for thinking this way. A lot of women think this way. Yeah, They'll totally. swipe right. Get no match right away. They'll go, oh, he thought I was an ugly piece of shit and I need to go to the gym now. Like, right. it's like, it's like a very like, I'm not saying it's the right way to think. I'm just saying a lot of people yes. think that way. Men, look at all of the men with beautiful women, like in the world. Right. Men just don't think this way. I, I'm telling you. So to ease her anxiety, he didn't hit like and then not get a match and go, oh, she thinks I'm the ugliest person. Right. She, he he didn't think even of it. Right. But if he was asked to think of it, he would go, oh, she just hasn't seen me yet. I'm the, I'm the best. I'm the dog park guy. Yes. You know, so my advice to her is similar to you. Go up. Don't, don't worry about what you're worried about. Right. I, but go to him and be like, hey, I saw you on Hinge. I actually deleted you embarrassingly. 
Um, I'd love to get a drink sometime. Here's my number. And I would slip them the number. Yeah. And and have it written out and you'll probably be shaking because you'll be nervous. I get it. Easier advice to give than it is to take. Yes. But, you know, slip them a number and just be like, uh, and with your name and a smiley face. And just be like, hey, I saw you on, and do it on the way out of the park. I see you here all the time. And acknowledge. Acknowledge the awkward. I see yes. you here all the time. I saw you on Hinge. I actually deleted it by accident. I just wanted to give you my number. Uh, would love to go out sometime or get a drink. Yes. Boom. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Instagram like habits. You have a big Instagram following. Yes. Are you are you married? You uh, what's going on with you? I have a boyfriend. I'm not. I'm divorced. But okay. I have a boyfriend. Boyfriend. How'd you meet your boyfriend? Mutual friend. Great way to meet. Yes. Well, there's a lot of talk about ghosting and stuff, and yes. the ghosting world, I think, is more a, more out there because of dating apps because you don't know anyone in common. Right. There's no real like. There's no real like incentive to to break up. Yes. Because there's no one there watching you, right. which is the mutual friend that is like, yeah, hey. if they fuck up, I fucked up. Yeah. Now we all fucking hate each other. Yeah. So there's skin in the game all around. Right. I also think because ghosting more, ha- people think ghosting happens more because you have to see the person, you have to see their spirit. You have to see their Instagram story. Yes. You have to, you yes. know, like it's all there. But, uh, and you have a kid? I do. I have a 10 year old son. 10 year old son is yes. dating uh, with a child tough. Was it. Um, I get questions about that stuff a lot. It is. I will say this. Even though I've been with my boyfriend for a long time, yeah. I keep it very much. It's really funny. People like, they always want to know, who is it? I, I don't talk about him. I don't post him on social media. Um, you're, you're his child. I'm or his the boy. boyfriend. The who, boyfriend. The okay. boyfriend. I don't talk about the boy. I keep my private life very private. Okay. It's easier that way. Listen, there's, there are a lot of girls out there that when they see who your boyfriend is, all of a sudden you find out they're DMing him, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, So yeah. it's easier to keep it out. It works very well for us. He's not in the public eye and it's not something he's interested in. So he supports what I do. But so with my son, it's, it's not hard because he has his own life. Mm-hmm. My boyfriend does. Uh, he has a daughter who's okay. 14, so he does stuff with her. But also you have that in common. We have it in common. But basically, you know, when he's with his daughter, he's with his daughter. When I'm with my son, yeah. I'm with my son. And then when we have time alone without our kids, that's when we get to spend our time together. Sure. And that works really well for us. I, you know, because how would you go about, did you ever do dating apps? Did you ever go online dating? For like dating? a split second. Did you ever, how did you, did you put it, it, did you, you didn't like it? No. Well, did you? Because I get this question all the time, and I'm I'm always not sure how to answer it. With a child, do you bring that? Do you have that in the profile, or do you wait on that? Like I did, I your, would I would I would put yeah I would put I didn't necessarily put a picture of my son up, mm. but I would put that I was a mom, and I put how old he was. When I say I was on, I mean I'm talking like maybe I was on this for three weeks, for like sure. five years ago. But um, but yes, because there's no reason not to put it all out there. Here's the thing. I, I'm 39, so mm-hmm. I guess it. You know, I don't. I don't like games, nor do I want somebody who wants to play a game. Like I mm-hmm. just want to put it out there. I'm not. I wouldn't be saying like, oh, I'm looking to be married tomorrow. Of course, right? But you also don't want to not say that you have a kid, start dating somebody, and then drop a bomb that you have a kid. People look at that as lying. Yes, of course. Like, oh, you were trying to trick me into liking you. And it's so funny that like so many women now say they're like, I don't want to get married tomorrow, and it's like, and we're we're all like. It's funny that they have to say that because they're like, you don't want to like, 
well, here's my kid. Here, yeah, you don't want to sound desperate, doing? like, oh, here, I'm trying to create instant family. Yeah, but it, but they have but to acknowledge all, it because yeah, it's you, it's not easy. It's not like oh, I'm not free every night. You know, when you sure. have your kid, you have your kid. You have to give like a glowing reality. Yeah, on these apps, like, hey, here I am in the best life possible, but also this is the reality of the of, of the, the situation, situation that yes. uh, that I'm in right now. So, Instagram like habit. So, this is what I'm wondering. You have a huge following. Do you notice like habits? Did you ever get guys flirting with you via Instagram? Did you ever have that experience? Um, I get I get comments like like I'll get comments like, "Oh, you're beautiful." "Oh, you know, mm. I'd marry you." Things like that. I here's the thing. You know in your direct messages, you have your direct messages that you get that you actually see from sure. people you follow. And then you have, and the, they have the general ones. Yeah. I don't really ever look at the general okay. ones. Here's why. <laughs> I don't blame you. I, I have I, so I, many I answer, friends yeah. that have told me they've gotten friends that don't have anywhere near a following like yeah. I have. And they tell me some of the craziest things yeah. they get to send to them. That scares me. I, I don't want those pictures to show up. I know. Up I get like, I, I know that for women, it's like a totally different beast that request section. Like, yes. I look at mine, I'll get negative stuff sometimes. But it's mostly positive. It's a lot of like people asking for advice and stuff like that. And but I the female version of that is a very it's like it's like mine's a forest, theirs is a swamp. Yeah, I'll you look know? at like, mine if I put if I ask a specific questions to my font my fans. Sure. Then I'll go look at it because I know that there's gonna be get people idea. commenting that I don't necessarily follow. But I had it even at the beginning when my following was still growing though. Like I remember one guy he messaged me. I didn't respond because the message wasn't anything worth sure. responding to, but he could see that I looked at it and he obviously saw that I didn't respond. And then he responded again. Yeah. And it was so horrible. It I was know. so mean and yeah. rude. And then one other time, this was again, this was several years ago. So this was maybe a year after I was out with Beachbody. So the following was growing, but it wasn't, it wasn't in the 700,000 like it is sure. now. And, there was a, a direct message that I got from a gentleman that was so horrifyingly, hor like horrifying, uh, scary and gross. Yeah. I couldn't finish reading it because it was so, it was, it was it's scary. It was scary. It was basically describing a full on kidnap you sexual. Oh and I was God. like, I mean, I had to report it to the police. Yeah. To the, so, I try to avoid if I don't follow you. I don't, I don't want to see it. Yeah. Situation. I, it's so it's the divide between like and then like you go online like you see comments on tweets and the divide between and I'm I'm on the road every week. I meet yeah. people every day that I don't know. Right. The divide between what you deal with in person and what you see online is like crazy it's crazy what people will say online yeah. versus what they would say to your face well that's also like i've been thinking a lot about like dating and dating apps and i was talking to a friend of mine i i brought this up on you up on wednesday and i don't know if i said it as right as i want to say I'm, I'm still working through the opinion you know when okay. you're like so it's interesting that like my friend he was like he was telling me about like he's like i he was telling me about all the women he'd been with okay and you you know I'm looking at him going this guy is good at talking to women and and getting with women like closing that, the deal he's good at closing the deal this is someone he's in the one percent and like <laughs> okay. like, like like there's not a lot of guys like yeah. that there's, he's a professional guy <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> yeah get it and I I was like I'm not that 
I'm not that. I've never been that. I okay. think that's why this show works. I, I, I think I'm a lot more like the guy who's DMing, not you, but I'm saying in yeah. general or on the dating app or whatever. I'm the regular dude in the middle of the of the bell curve. Um, but these apps have given guys like me, normal dudes, the thought that they might that they can act like the guy who closes deals. Yes. Because it's not, it's very way more comfortable. You don't have to leave the house, right? You don't have to. You you don't have to look someone in the eye. You can say you can be the you know the the stud online yes. that you aren't during the day. Like if you go to a bar and you won't go up and talk to girls, that's who you are, right? If you're on a dating app and you're talking to girls every day, you're not that. Right. You know, so it's like dating apps have almost been like, it's almost like giving steroids to these normal people. But you know what's so, so not great about that? Yeah, no, I, I, I agree this isn't a good thing. When you, because then, the, then the guy is like, oh, look at me. And he's saying all the things that the cool guy would say. Sure. And he closes the deal with the girl to go on the date. Yeah. And then he gets there. And, and the, girl's, that the girl's expecting that guy. <laughs> and then the guy like can't get a complete sentence out because sure. he's nervous. And you're like, what just happened? And then and then girls a lot of times will give them like the benefit of the doubt because yes. women are just so nice and also thinking I can change him, I can make yes. him to something. And then they get like three weeks in and he's like, mm, I'm kind of busy. I can't do this anymore. And she's like, what? I gave you the chance after you weren't the guy. And he's like, well, I could go and do that again. Yeah, exactly. And it's disposability. So it's yes. like. It's, it's funny because I get all these messages from girls being like, this guy thinks he's just going to go out and fuck all the time. I'm like, yeah, because he has access. He, and he is, by the way, because ladies, we need to be a little bit more respectful of ourselves. Okay. There's a lot of guys. Listen, there's so many people now in so many different apps, right? Some people just swipe like it's a sport. Like literally, yeah. I listen to people talk about like, oh, it's, you know, it's just for fun. I don't actually plan on of talking course. to any of them. Or like, oh, I'm going to a different state. Swiping so I have somebody to meet up with. Yeah. Da, 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 da. And it's just, you still have to be careful. Like we don't careful. live in a, in a time where it's like, oh, that's the smartest, safest thing in the world. Sure. And, it, and it's, you know, where people, I think a lot of people get into this position where it's like the phone is like your own home. Yeah. You know, you text your dad and mom and your your kids and your, your friends. And then also this new dude. Right. <laughs> you know, so I can see where you're like, well, they're... But I also in- feel like they're like fishing with a net, right? So oh, like, of course. their guys are like, well, anybody that's on there, really, you're fishing with a net. You go to a bar, yeah. you're kind of fishing with a pole. You yeah. look at the girl across the thing, bar stool, that's the one you're talking to. You're not walking around the room trying to talk to 10 girls and at if one you, time. And if that happened, I actually watched a guy once, I was at a bar once, and I'm like, I'll do this thing where I'm like, I told you, like, I'll get done late at night, yeah. and then I'm like, I'm going to go to a bar that's like happening. Yes. I'll find a seat. I'll sit. I'm pretty sober. Have a drink, and I just kind of fly on the wall. Like, Love if I'm it. A, and I, I, I really have find relaxation in that. I was at this one bar. I remember it, and this guy just kept popping around, girl to girl, talking to every girl. And it was funny because it's like, wow, this guy's doing an app in real life. Yeah. And I was like, good for him. And then I was like, and then I looked at the women. They're like, fuck this dude. Yeah, because like, they're like, watching it yeah, happen. Like watching it happen. But what you don't realize when you're the girl and you're sitting there and you're like, oh, he's messaging me, right? Yeah. Like. He's probably messaging five to ten other girls at least at the same time. Let's do this email. Instagram-like habits. Uh, This question will likely be irrelevant soon now that Instagram is getting rid of likes. Oh, yeah. Have you heard about this? I I have heard about this. I'm not a fan because here's, uh, here's the reason I'm not a fan. How many times have you posted something that got no likes that you just throw? You're like, oh, I'll delete it. It's not really working. Yes. Yeah. 
Everything's now, now but, on the back end. But now no one can bomb. Right. So now no one's going to see, well, it's not doing well. I'll take that down. So now we're going to have to see all the shitty posts too. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you, so for certain people that really pay attention, yeah. you can still see the amount, because from what I understand, you can still double tap if you like the photo. It's okay. just not going to show the number. Okay. So for stats, for influencers and stuff like that, you go into your back end, into your and insights. And you'll see this one did well. And you'll see how well but it's the, doing. Here's the thing. But it's weird because normally the more likes it gets, then the more likes it gets. Yeah. Like as the likes climb, it gets showed to more people. I'm interested to see how it so changes it'll be interesting things. To see. I, I, so let's see. But I'm still wondering about it. I've been on the in an undefined, non-exclusive, long-distance thing with a guy for about two months. Undefined, non-exclusive, long-distance thing with a guy for two months. He lives in a small town two hours away from my big city, but we are work in the same field and know a lot of the same people. I don't see it becoming more serious than it is now, which is all good with me. I'm just focused on enjoying the fun dates when we, we visit and amazing chemistry sex. Okay. Also, it might be irrelevant, irrelevant to note, that he just moved to the small town for his job and ended a long-term relationship to do so. Uh, he has never used dating apps before, and I was his first app date ever. We matched because he passed through my city one weekend. It sounds like there aren't a lot of options where he lives unless he wants to drive at least 30 miles away. One thing I've noticed is that even though he is very active on Instagram, he has only ever liked one of my posts. See, this isn't irrelevant because... They're going to still be able to like. Yeah, it's not like that's and going I think away. You can still see it on your back end. Who liked yeah. It. So that I've, he's very active on Instagram. He has only liked one of my posts, a promotional graphic for some events I was a part of last month. That's a very important part of this email. So he hasn't liked any posts of mine that is actually a regular pick of me. Uh, but due to the go- uh, due to the gone but not forgotten following tab, I know he is liking other pictures across IG, and he only follows about a hundred people. So it's not like I would ever see he he wouldn't ever see mine. However, he responds to my stories and we DM a lot. I know it seems like a small thing. It's not. I'm with you. This is not a small thing. It's but, not. But anytime I post a cute pic, there are likes from other guys who I have hooked up with or, or flirted with in the past, but not this current guy. Any thoughts as to someone, uh, why someone would, might avoid interacting with your social media or it even matters at all? He's very affectionate in person. Asked me to visit him in two weeks. So I don't think there's any quote unquote problem per se. But I would uh, wonder if there's any meaning behind the fact that he likes other girls' pictures pretty consistently, but not mine. What do you think? Okay, I live in LA and a lot of my friends date. So yeah. I've watched a lot. So I might have a quasi pessimistic point of view or no, maybe it's a realistic. I think point a realistic view, is probably more because I'm, I'm I feel like we're on the same page with this. This is an issue. This yes. is a thing. This is a problem. Um, I would also say uh, the following tab is gone. That's something else they've gotten rid of. No, you can still use it. She said it's it's. It's you can still look at who you're following and see whose photos they're liking. How do you do that? If you wait a minute. Oh, yeah. I thought that you can't see who other people. So. So hold on. If We're you going go under. OK. Oh, wait. Yeah, it's gone. When did that go away? It's see, gone. Can you tell that I don't use this? Yeah. Like, so I don't look at you this can't very see often. who people are liking oh, on that following tab. All right. But but here's the thing. Here's the thing. You, go on, because I, I want to hear what you have so to say. So here's what I would say. So he only follows 100 people. That makes yeah. it pretty easy. There, uh, She obviously has a way to see that he's still active. I'm not sure how she's seeing that he's still active. Yeah. Here's why he's watching your stories but not commenting or liking your, your in-feed things. Maybe there's something with that 
past girlfriend, the long term yep. one, mm-hmm. because she can't see when he looks at your story, yep. but she can see like it can. She be seen. can see who you're following, yeah, and then she can go see if you're liking that girl's Absolutely. photos. Absolutely, and if she sees that you're liking every one of that girl's photos or commenting, it pulls up a riff and a he, question between them. You're exactly right, and I think that that's why, like. He's. I'm not saying that he's necessarily trying to get back with her or anything like that, but I still think he might be being protective of men, that. Men are dumb, but we're learning. <laughs> okay. So yes. we're evolving. Yes. So this is my, I think you're exactly right. Um, and the following tab may be gone, but we were trained by the following tab. Right. We've watched our fellow, fellow brethren Go down, go down and, and blaze the glory. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like I'll compare it to when um, iMessage first came out. When iMessage first came out, there's like there has to have been a spike in divorces based on the iMessage being connected to both the iPad yes. and your phone and your computer. Yes. There was because I remember during that time you'd hear all these stories about men. Oh, fucking yeah. up because at home they're texting with their girl on the side while they're away and at home the wife is looking at the iPad yes. watching the whole conversation. Yes. So now but more men are using Snapchat. More men are not using i you know yes. iMessage. People WhatsApp and uh, have other phones. Yes. The criminal is always one step away uh, ahead of the uh-huh. cops. Yes. So I understand what she's saying. She's like, well, those are gone and that's gone. No, 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 no. We're still living in a world where that's a possibility. So what I always what say you is, said is correct. if he's not liking your stuff and he's not posting about you, but he might be posting about other girls because sure. I've been watching this happen with somebody I'm very close with. Anyways, mm-hmm. it drives me insane because she's like, <laughs> we're dating. And I'm yeah. like... Really? There's no photos of you on his Instagram. It's yeah. been like six or seven months, but there's a lot of other girls all up posted sure. all the time. I mean, <laughs> what is that? That is, you are hidden. So you're either side piece or you're just not being acknowledged. I'll, I'll give I'll give this woman because I love how detailed her and all the details are important. Yes, they are really important. She here's what's going on. Okay, he liked your picture that gives him some. Uh, it's a business picture. Business, so it's cover. So it gives him some, uh, it gives him blissful naivete. Yes. He's out of a relationship that went for a long time. Here's the thing. When you get out of a relationship that's been there a long time, you're trying to respect, there's a little bit of you yeah. trying to respect that old relationship with your social media habits. Yes. He does not feel far enough away from that relationship to be social on social media with people he's flirting with. But, Here's the only thing I'll say mm. about whether or not it has to do with that relationship. He's liking other girls' photos is what she said. So if she can see who he's following and she starts looking at all the girls sure. he's following and sees that he's liking all of those photos, there's still a question to be asked whether it's yeah. about some other girl or the well, old girl. But she, if he's liking a bunch of other girls' photos and not yours... Well, I think like there's it's the... It's a red flag. It's That's a red what flag. I would call it. I, I think... The reason he likes other girls is because she said they're not an exclusive thing. Right. So he's putting it out there for other girls. You, he already has, you know, quote unquote, he's renting you. Yes. So he doesn't, you know, and that sounds horrible, but he's already has uh, rights to you a little bit. Yeah, he's got to lock down a little bit. He's got to lock down. So he's like, I don't need to put out this flirt. I don't need. So, and also... He doesn't want to get in the train of consistent liking on one person because then the ex goes, 
well, you've liked one bikini picture maybe. Right. But not 30 in a row of this one girl who has no right. following. I, like women sniff that stuff oh, out. They yes. go, you're seeing this girl. Yes. So he's trying to not let someone know that you guys are seeing yes. each other. And women are detectives. So Absolutely. Yeah. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Here with Autumn Calabrese at Autumn Calabrese. Go follow, go support, go get involved. The 20 day, 21 day fix. I'm interested in this. Yeah. Ultimate portion fix, 80-day obsession. What's the 80-day obsession? 80-day obsession is my most recent fitness program. It's an 80-day program. Yeah. First of its kind. We filmed it in real time. So every day at the studio, they yell action. So Beachbody, you, your work with... Because they've sponsored this before. And I, yeah. I, I like that. I, I called it like Netflix for... Netflix for, for fitness. Work, for fitness, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so this is on so Beachbody? So I'm one of their trainers. Yeah, Beachbody On Demand. Okay, great. Yeah. So we are sponsored people. Rothy's, Rothy's, Rothy's. Have you heard about this about Rothy's? They're the company that's making cute shoes out of recycled plastic water bottles. They are insanely comfortable and machine washable. I'll say this. I gave them to my mom. She loves them. They're a great shoe that's not really, it's not dressed up. It's not, you can't, you can leave the house in it. You can walk around in it. They have different styles and patterns. So it's kind of that in-between shoe that gets you gets you anywhere. And they're insanely comfortable. All she talks about is how comfortable they are. And it's the everyday flat for life on the go. Stylish, classic, and comfortable. They come in four styles. The flat, the point, the loafer, and the sneaker. So those are four different ways to wear them, to share them, to see them, to put them on to feel comfortable and cute at the same time. Plus, they're sustainable. Their shoes are made from recycled plastic water bottles, and they are manufactured in a zero-waste facility so you can feel good about wearing them. Did you know 85% of shoes end up in landfills? No! Okay? So check out the amazing styles right now at rothys.com slash JTrain. That's rothys.com slash JTrain. rothys.com slash JTrain. This is a great holiday gift because it looks like you spent more than you did, plus I'm giving you some free money. Go to rothys.com slash JTrain. R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash JTrain to get your new favorite flats. Okay? Comfort, style, sustainability. These are the shoes you've been waiting for. Head to rothys.com slash JTrain today. Rothys, be comfortable and cute. Let's do it. We got Autumn Calabrese here. Very excited. JTrain podcast at gmail.com. JTrain podcast at gmail.com. Let's do how to let the guy on the sidelines down easy. Okay. You ever, you, have you dumped anyone? I'm sure you've dumped people or ended oh, things. Yeah, I've ended things. Yeah. Uh, I'm an avid listener of JTrain and you up as well as a patron on Patreon. Love my Patreon peeps. Um, I love doing Patreon. We do. I do a fourth podcast a week on Patreon called Coffee with J Train. Okay. Last week's episode, um, I went through all the behind the scenes of the Northeast U Up tour. Uh, I basically, it's my sad journal. I just sit there and complain for twenty <laughs> minutes, and then people enjoy it. So, Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Uh, you helped me out after a really tough breakup, and and don't judge me too harshly for the absolute novel I sent you dealing with the entirely uh, entirety of my previous relationship. Thank you so much, and keep doing what you're doing for the brokenhearted. Well, it's for everybody. So I have a question I think would benefit a lot of your listeners on both sides of the situation. I've been friends with a guy for almost two years. He's always been on the sidelines trying to get in the in the game. She writes, "When I'm single and try to date." Ooh. We met at a training seminar in Connecticut and only were physical together for five days during the seminar. 
I was dating someone at the same time, so we were only talking and getting to know each other. Nothing physical. Hold on. Wait. I'm confused, I'm right? Confused. He's been on the sidelines trying to get in the game when I'm single and try to date. We met at a training seminar in Connecticut and only were physical to get oh, physically together. Oh, like in the oh, same space. Oh, I read that wrong. Yeah, okay. yeah. So they were only in the same space for five days during the seminar. So I was So hold on. I've been friends with a guy for almost two years. So they've been friends online for two years. Yes. But have only physically been in the same room for five, five days. days. This is the most 2019 email ever. <laughs> I was dating someone at the time, so we were only talking, getting to know each other, nothing physical. He lives in Maine and I live in Florida, so we haven't seen each other since and have kept in contact via phone calls, emails, texts, and social media. I've recently become single and he's getting more bold with his feelings. He said last night during a drunken phone call that he is ready and willing at any time to finally date and no longer be on the sidelines. I'm, going, I'm still going through the heart, heartache of my last breakup and don't want to even think about starting something new. And the scenario of a relationship with him would be very similar to my previous relationships. Long distance with no real plan. Uh, to end the distance in a short time frame. I can't do distance again, and I can't date someone in my field of work again. Okay, so this would be like a repeat of mm -hmm. the other stuff. Um, both are absolute deal breakers for me, and he checks these boxes. How do I deal with him continuing to reach out and vie for playing time? When <laughs> She's really in on this... Uh, on this, you know, sideline side playing, playing time. Yeah, yeah. When I like him strictly to be friend zone, part of the bleachers. I feel like telling him that I'm not interested in anything more again and would cause him to leave and end our friendship, which might just be good for his own mental health so he can stop chasing for a relationship that won't happen. I feel guilty continuing to talk when I know I won't get, give him what he wants. Ironically, during writing this, he texted sarcastically saying, don't you dare go silent to me now. We are good friends, woman. We are good friends, woman. Oh. <laughs> that scares me a little, a little bit. bit. We're good friends, woman. woman. Better respond. Better respond. Help attach the picture for our producer. Classic Shelb is a master at finding your celeb lookalike. Oh, okay. So she sent her picture, but she's very pretty and cute. And cute girl. Yeah. What do we? What do you think? So here's the thing. I think she actually has a perfect buffer for herself to let him down easy. Yeah. She that got, would be scarier, the answer my text woman, if he yeah. lived next door. Yes. Yeah. I'm guessing he was joking with her. Obviously, they've been friends for two years. He probably felt comfortable making that kind of joke, mm -hmm. knowing that he might have overstepped a little bit in a drunken conversation sure. the night before. But being that she just got out of a long-term, long-distance relationship with somebody in her field, and they're yep. absolute deal breakers for her, mm -hmm. I think in a sober conversation... She just needs to say that to him. Like, look, yeah. we have been friends for two years. I care about you as my friend. Mm -hmm. You know I just got out of a relationship with so-and-so. It was long distance. He mm -hmm. was in my field. Those things did not work for A, B, and C. Sure. I understand that you want more. I'm not willing. I'm not willing or capable to give you more. I'm just not willing to do the long distance thing. Yeah. And I'm really not willing to date somebody in my field. And I hope that doesn't ruin our friendship. Autumn, but I just feel the need, like I got to be honest with you, Autumn. I, you're you're great, and I'm very happy you've been here on this podcast because I love the way you just said that. Because there's women going, that's right, just say that and be honest. But, but there's also women that are scared to say it. And of be course, honest. but I'll also say this: he's not going to hear that. I, I I I hear what you're saying. Everything you say to me, right, makes perfect sense. But he, you still have to say it. You have to say it. 
but I'm going to be a little harsher. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> because you, you get I, to be the, the bad cop. I, but I, I understand like what you're saying. Everything's right. Hey, we're good friends. I don't want to lose you as a friend, I, I, but I have to let you know this will never happen. These are my deal breakers. And he's in his mind going, but it's me. I, but you haven't hung out with me yet. Right. My mom says I look good in a suit. I, you know, this is the ego of a man. This is why the guy who saw your message then writes back the evil thing. Right. Guys are hurt in a way that guys are sensitive, but like in just a different way. Yeah. He, I like that guy who sees that you saw his message, then goes, "Oh, you're gonna ignore me, but I'm me. I'm a fucking, you know, like it's right. an ego thing." Yes. This guy. Let me tell her, I appreciate her email, but you're not friends with him. You've hung out together five days at a work conference. You're pen pals. You're you're not even pals. You're you guys are you guys are crutches for each other. Mm. You're crutches for loneliness. He is getting you through the breakup, and you are getting him through whatever he's lonely about. He's in Maine. He's in the woods hanging with a polar bear. You're down in Florida hanging next to a fucking palm tree thinking, where's life going to go? Both of you have nobody, so you have connected to each other. I'm not saying this to make you feel badly. I'm saying this to like, let's look at the reality of this relationship. You're not friends. You don't even know what it would be like to hang out in a place that you have no connection. Friend, you can sit at a bar with for three hours and talk about nothing and then walk away and hug each other and and go, you go and and not care. And one friend can go, I'm going to go because I just want to go home. I'm tired. And then you won't take offense to it because you're not, you know what I mean? Right, because it's not personal. That's a real friendship. Yes. This is not a real friendship at all. And I understand. We have to look at the math of these things. Two years... That's over. That's over seven hundred days. Yes. Okay, seven hundred days. You've spent five right in the same room, not because you wanted to, because you had to. Right. So here's what you need to do. You need to lose this crutch. It's time to throw it away. Hey, and and listen. Don't feel bad for what has happened. Feel good about what will happen. Like, don't yes. look back and like. I'm sure this is the same for fitness. Yeah. You know where you say. You had a bad Sunday. You ate like shit. That doesn't mean Monday has to be bad. Right. So the same thing goes for relationships. Just because you've talked for 700 days and spent five days in the same room because you had to. Right. Doesn't mean you have to keep this going. I would text this guy, hey, I really appreciate what you've been to me over this past couple of years. We're not going to be a relationship. I actually think we need to take a, I need to take personal break from talking to you. I understand this seems harsh, but I need to move on with my life right now and I think maybe you do too but I can only speak for myself I appreciate you but I'm not going to be answering you anymore and you have to stop answering I actually like that I'm going to go with your advice <laughs> I, change, I change my advice and I go with Jay's advice but I, I agree with what you're saying and I appreciate it because it's what a lot of women say they'll go well now we'll just and he's never going to see that he's going to go yeah, well I'm when looking, I come down to Florida you'll right. see I'm looking at it from if, if they really are in fact your friend because I have actually had a couple of friends over the years, I've met him somewhere mm-hmm. just in my travels, and they have become really good friends. I have one friend I haven't literally seen him since college. We might text each other once or twice a year. Yeah, and he is still my friend. And if we, you know, he lives down in San Diego now, and I live in L.A. And so he tried to date you. Is that we dated? We okay. actually did date on and off. He's married. He's got sure. a kid. I've since been married and divorced. I yeah. have a wonderful boyfriend. But if we ever end up in L.A. at the same time, or me down in San Diego, and he wanted and he, 
because we've talked about like, oh my sure. God, we should grab dinner and catch up. Of course. We're never in the same place at the same time. So, but if he were to start pursuing something like that, yeah. I would have to say like, hey. hey. Well, that's, da, da, da. that to me is like a little different because you did date. You did date. Yes, you're right. And so you, I was looking at it like that. Yeah, there's parameters. I, and, but I do think your advice is right. Like, it's like you should be able to text someone, hey, we're never going to be, and then they'll stop. I just know he'll not stop. But your advice is more right, actually, because like you said, it really is a crutch. We've gotten so used to Like, nobody picks up the phone anymore. I know. Everybody texts, and sometimes it's just a time killer, right? It's, like, well, it's, a, it's something know, to kill time. Like, it, oh, I'll just text yeah. you because I know you'll respond. It feels good to get yes, a text. It feels good for your it's text like, to go off like somebody's yeah. thinking about you, somebody cares. We're going to get done with this podcast. I'm going to look at my phone, and I'm going to go, ooh, what do I have to see? Yes. You know, like, and it's a, it's a gift. You open yeah. it up, you see what's inside, you know? Yes. So I do understand, but she's got, she has to realize that she's on the the, the morphine drip as much yes. as he is. Exactly. <laughs> JTrainPodcast yes. at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Here with Autumn Calabrese. We're going to do one more email. Is that Let's cool? Let's do it. At Autumn Calabrese on Instagram. Go follow, go follow, go follow. We're sponsor people. Skillshare. I love Skillshare. I love what they're doing for people. Because right now, what here's the thing. We have more time than generations before. Yes. That's why the side hustle exists. The side hustle exists because you don't have to go looking on a map to figure out how to get somewhere. Google Maps comes up. That's 10 minutes back to your day. Yes. You know what I mean? Like all these things, the technology has given us back time. So what do we do with that time? We either go online and we rant. Yes. You know, or, we waste it on social media. Yeah, we do that. <laughs> or we find a skill. And a yes. lot of people are doing that. And Skillshare, you can learn illustration, graphic design, photography, uh, creative writing, animation, fine art, music, music production, film and video, marketing, productivity, freelance and entrepreneurships, and web development. These are all skills that can start as a passion and a hobby and then mm -hmm. maybe become a career. Yeah. But, you know, I remember when I started doing comedy, I was uh, I was selling life insurance and I remember, like, I, you know, I was like, how do I even learn how to do comedy? And I went online and found these classes and I took classes and everything to figure out what I liked in the comedy world and I took, you know, I took, um, I took uh, script writing, you know, sketch writing and I took, uh, you know, long storm for storytelling and I took improv and I and I went and leaned on people who did stand up to like learn how their experiences were. And, you know, it took a lot more legwork for me because I had to like go out and find these things right. and I had to go out and find Skillshare has it all in one place for you to kind of learn it behind closed doors. Uh, feel you know the hardest part about this is like coming out about it. Yeah. Like, oh, I you know, you're working an office, you know, office job and you're going but I kind of want to do, you know, Mark, I want to, you know, you could be in an office right now being a, an accountant and you could go, I want to do music production. Yes. If you ever told that to someone in that office, they would all look at you like you're a fucking crazy person. Yes. Because they go, because what happens is when you work in an office, the, the walls close in and people think that's the only way to make $100,000. Yes. The, whoever, you're using a napkin right now that someone sold and made and made 100000 So like, there's other ways to make money, but I'm saying the whole point of this spiel is to say Skillshare is a great way to put your toe in the water of something new. And I want to help you guys all do that. Go to Skillshare. Um, let me read this right now. 
Join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer for the J Train listeners. Get two months of Skillshare for free, 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 free. That's right. Skillshare is offering the J Train podcast listeners two months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. This is such a fantastic deal. Because you could go look at it and go, you can go look, take a little taste. Hey, I'm looking to do something new. I'm looking for a new hobby. Skillshare can offer that to you with a whole thousands of classes. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash JTrain. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash JTrain. Skillshare.com slash JTrain to start your two months free. Skillshare.com slash JTrain. Here with Autumn Calabrese. At Autumn Calabrese on Instagram. Go follow. Go get involved. I love everything you're doing. This is great. Let's do one more. You ready? Let's do one more. I'm ready. Holiday halvesies. Okay. Okay. Been with my boyfriend for about eight months, and it's going really well. We're both in our early to mid-20s, and have he's an engineer, and I'm a law student. This is mostly to say that we don't get to visit our families all the time just because we've got some busy schedules. He's someone I see myself with down the line, and he feels the same way. I feel very comfortable talking to him about things that come up. I would just love to hear your take on this as well. (coughs) We're planning to spend the holidays together seeing our families. The issue here is that my family is super small, just me, my brother, and my mom and dad and my grandmother. And my my grandfather and uncle passed away just last year, so we're definitely filling fewer and fewer seats around the table. This is something I've always been fine with because my parents are older, late 60s and 70s, so my family in general is older. However, my boyfriend's parents uh, are split and both have remarried and have huge families, 50 plus on each side. His proposal is to do one family each holiday and rotate. However, my Irish Catholic family has guilted me into thinking that isn't fair, even though that rationally makes sense. One third of the families see us and everyone gets the same amount of time. One third of the families see us and everyone gets the same amount of time. It's the fairest solution. The biggest hitch right now is my dad is going through cancer treatment, which is tough, but something that we're dealing with as a family. Sorry, my family is such a downer. You should know. It's okay. These are real things. These are real uh, things that everyone has gone through or is going through or will go through. They want us to spend 50-50 time with them and my boyfriend's side, even though this is not the best or fairest solution. Anyways, I'd love your thoughts on the situation. Since I'm sure there are other people dealing with the holiday approach, mostly I want to be able to rationalize this with my family. But it's tough because of all the recent events. I love them, but I don't want to disappoint anybody. Thank you for all your advice, and I hope this isn't too wordy. P.S. I'd love a celeb lookalike. <laughs> okay, well, we, Shelby's not here, but here's her and her boyfriend. Very cute. Yes, Fun, very cute. cute. Fun We're couple. into it. Awesome. He's got great hair. She's got great hair. Okay, what do we think? So it's a tough one. It is and it isn't. There's there's actually a lot of ways I think you can dice this. Mm-hmm. It, it, there's not one right answer. Yeah. I come from a very large Italian family, mm-hmm. so I definitely get the Italian guilt that they like to put on you if you're not at every sure. single holiday, christening, baptism, I get birthday, it. like totally. all of it. So that's something that no matter what I, you know, I get that her family's small. Like she needs to address that with them. Cause I had to really put my foot down with my dad Yeah, at a certain point and just be like, look, not coming home for every single holiday. It's just not how it goes. Yeah. Like, Cause my parents are divorced. So it would be like, sometimes I need to go see mom. Like yep, yep, you, you yep. might not like her, but you know, that's my mom. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you got to go to the boyfriend or husband's house. So that's how that goes. So she can't let the family guilt 
get yeah. in the way. But what I will say is this. She does have an extenuating circumstance. I agree with you. Her dad going through cancer. Her yeah. family just having lost, I think she said her grandpa and her aunt maybe? Yeah. It that like it, it, if it's the first holiday since that and dad going through cancer, then this might be the one year where the boyfriend could say to his family, look, you guys, I want to be there for her. Her dad's going through this really rough time. They did just lose yeah. family members. So we are going to go here for this holiday. And mom and dad, when I come to town for, I don't know, let's say Christmas, we're going to do, you know, three hours at dad's house and three hours at mom's house yeah. for this year. I, that doesn't I, mean going forward. I think also they're eight months in. So I think also like there there's room to like not be at each other's things. It's not like you have yes. a kid together right. and you, you know while the dad you know you can split up also. I do agree with you. You have to look at like the more pressing scenario and it's your dad's sick, you've lost some family members. I would do this. You go to your boy your boyfriend also when he says he has 50 plus on each side, he they don't care if he comes or not. Yeah, they don't even know if he's there unless he's like the prodigal child, yeah, whatever like. it is. But I, I think when you, I think what you do is you say, I think what you do. Here's how it goes. He tries to make it to you for Thanksgiving. That's a really nice thing for him to do. Yes. And then you do Christmas at your house with your family and he goes to his family during Christmas. So now at least he's done, like, as the Jews say, the menchie. The, you know, he's been yeah. the mensch. Yes. He went to the holiday. He saw the family. He spent Thanksgiving with you guys. And then he did Christmas on his own. And then you guys do your own little Christmas together. Right. And then when at the opportunity, when it comes up, you'll go to his family when it, when it can be made happen. His family will understand that your family's going through tough times as far as health is concerned. Yeah. And he can sell that. Yes. It, you have to... This is a sales thing you have to know who can whose family can be sold the most right and it's your family ain't gonna be sold they're no. a tough sell they're a very tough sell. hey uh cancer dad uh we're gonna go see the other family now no right. no, no, no. The, you can't sell him no. he's like i got you know whatever i got you know to do with my daughter so you say he can sell his family hey they're going through a tough time i'm gonna do thanksgiving with them i know you guys do your own thing and i would love to be here with you but I really want to be with my girlfriend during this tough time for her and her family. They look at him and go, oh, my God, what, look at you. You're an amazing guy. Yes. Good for you. And then Christmas comes around. You can sell your family going, yeah, he wanted to do. <clears throat> when Christmas comes around, you go, well, he did Thanksgiving with us. And I, I told him, go do Christmas yeah, with your family. Yeah, he still get to go see his family. And, and I'll do it with here. They're so, not married. It, it, you know, there's that, like, the story of, like, cut the baby in half. Not everything's a cut the baby in half moment. Right. There are ways to play everyone to make it. And I'm, listen, you're not going to do this for the rest of your life. You're not right. going to make everyone happy forever. Right. She says, I don't want to disappoint anyone. Well, that's life. You're going to disappoint some people. And the people that love you most will always come back and understand. So my, that's my point to him. He's always, he can, his parents can go look at him and go, you're not coming home for Thanksgiving? Hey, they're going through a tough time. And they're right. going to go, oh, we all get right, that. We get go it. ahead. Yeah. So for you... You got all the family. You do all the family stuff. He comes to you. He does away games for one, and you let him off the hook for Christmas. Did she say how close that everybody lives? 
Yeah, I don't know. That's the other because thing. Because the other like, thing is, like, if you're in the same town or similar town, you could spend, like, all of Christmas mo- Day absolutely. with your family and then go over to his parents for maybe an hour or you two. You could do Thanksgiving morning with his family yes. versus the other. You know, there's ways to split that you up. You could go the day after Christmas. Absolutely. But remember that you're selling everyone at all times. At all times. You think... What do you think? You think you're getting away with shit? No. We all have to sell people. We all have to market to them. In the yes. same way, I need you to talk, be the billboard for this podcast. That's the same reason Autumn is a celebrity trainer. Marketing is all around us, even with your family. And holiday times the, is the biggest marketing time. Yes. You know, we talked about this on You Up this week. We, the family member were going, well, do you have a boyfriend? Everyone's going home hearing, do you have a boyfriend? Yeah. Do you have a girlfriend? Women get it more than men. For sure. Absolutely. And men, you know, they go, how's your job? Like more. And both aren't fair. And I don't, I'm not going to rate which is more fair than the other. But if someone says to you, how's your boyfriend? Oh, why don't you have a boyfriend? You can go, you know, I'm really having a great time being single. And uh, I met someone a couple weeks ago and I dumped him because it just wasn't right for me. And now it's like, look at that power chick. Yeah. You're dumping dudes. Oh, did you really? No, but who cares? Right. <laughs> and then you say, hey, Uncle Rob, are you still intimate with Uncle Na- Aunt Nancy? <laughs> you guys still get naked together? And they'll go, whoa, oh, that's personal. Yeah, you know what else is fucking personal? My dating life. There you go. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> J-Train Podcast at gmail.com. J-Train Podcast at gmail.com. Autumn, thank you so much. This was fantastic. Thank you. My pleasure. This was so much fun. Thanks for sticking around a little longer. I know we went a little bit over, but Autumn Calabrese at Autumn Calabrese on Instagram. Go get involved. This is the time of year. This is when you want to be more on top of it Yes. than not. I'm yes. trying. What can I do? I want to lose 20. Small steps every single day. Let's put the bag of pretzels away at night. I know. Well, the problem is I was at a show. I hosted a show and I got done at like, you know, midnight. What happens like at midnight? Here's the thing. It's not that you can't eat. This is what I always tell people. It's, it's about... What you want right now versus what you want long term. Okay. So do you want to lose 20 pounds for real? Yeah. Because if you really want to lose 20 pounds, I'm not saying you can't go eat after a show. You're sure. hungry. But you don't have to go eat a large pizza after a show. I've been trying with the RX bars after all right. a show. It's They're a all right. snack. But you're like, if you need a meal, you need a meal. So, so have like, what? Grilled chicken and vegetables? Get, yeah. You can have a, st- have a steak and some veggies. Like, and you're saying that over quality, pretzel. Is, that over pretzel or... Here I ate an RX bar and kind of went to bed hungry. Like you're up on stage, you're performing, adrenaline rush. Sure. Your body needs to refuel. What about uh, alcohol? How do you deal with alcohol? Here's the thing: I don't tell people they can't have alcohol, but I okay. do show them how they can have it in the right portion. People don't like what the actual real portions are. They don't like that they can only have three drinks a week. Ah, uh, yeah, but, I'm having more than three a week. But what I try to explain to people. I kind of called people out on this with 80 Day Obsession when I launched that program because okay. I had them give up alcohol for 80 days. Okay. You didn't have to, but if you really wanted to go in, I was like, alcohol's gone. Yeah. And everybody was like, are you insane? And I said, if you can't give up alcohol for 80 days, you need to be talking to somebody else other than me. I was thinking that the other day. I So like... Uh, I like my wine. I don't want to sure. give it up for 80 days, but can I? I so, can do it. So I the uh, Sunday night, I had a couple like White Claws, Trulies. I had one of those. And then I was like... All right, I'm going to get to the... If I can't go from tomorrow till the 23rd of November, then I have a, a problem. Yeah, there's something a little bit deeper that the, you should yeah, look at. If I can't take alcohol off for these two right. weeks, 
then there's an issue. Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm on right now. But I, I believe in that. So listen, Autumn, thank you for coming on. My pleasure. At Autumn Calabrese. Go follow. She's going to be on my Instagram today. I'm Jared Freed. Every Tuesday and Friday, your emails, your stories, your questions, jtrainpodcast.gmail.com. We'll be back next episode. Boom.